0: Good morning, Alex and friends. Today is Thursday, June 29th, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. On today's episode of Alex's News, we have some interesting stories lined up for you. But before we dive into that, let's talk about the weather. If you're in Riverside, you can expect a hot day ahead with a high of 88.3 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 60.5 degrees Fahrenheit. So don't forget your sunscreen and stay hydrated. Now let's move on to the news. Our first story brings us to some concerning cybersecurity news. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and major law firms have fallen victim to a wide-ranging hack orchestrated by the notorious CL0 p Group. We'll delve into the details and discuss the implications of such breaches on national security. Next up, a new study challenges the long-standing effectiveness of opioids for common back pain. This raises concerns of potential misuse and addiction surrounding these medications. We'll explore the findings and the potential implications for healthcare providers and patients alike. In the realm of scientific breakthroughs, we have an exciting story to share— Scientists have made a groundbreaking discovery. They have identified a new class of gravitational waves that are linked to supermassive black holes. We'll dive into the details of this thrilling development and discuss its implications for our understanding of the universe. Lastly, we'll take you to the Philippines to shed light on changing attitudes and growing support for the LGBTQ community. We'll explore the progress being made in the country and how it reflects a shifting cultural landscape. So stay tuned for these captivating stories and more right here on Alex's News. Our top story today focuses on a major hack that has affected the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, and two reputable law firms. The hack was executed by a group called CL0P, and they managed to access sensitive data by exploiting a vulnerability in a software called Move It Transfer. To discuss the details and implications of this incident, we have our expert reporter, Antoni, joining us. Antoni, can you break down what exactly happened in this hack?
1: Absolutely, Connie. This recent hack has targeted multiple organizations, including HHS and two high profile law firms. Kirkland and Ellis LLP and K and L Gates LLP. The CL0P Hacking Group, believed to be Russian-speaking, claimed responsibility for the attack and even posted the names of the law firms on their leak site after alleging negotiations with them had reached an impasse. While HHS is not listed as their victim, Bloomberg reported that tens of thousands of records from the department may have been exposed. Although HHS maintains that their systems were uncompromised, the true extent of the breach remains uncertain.
0: Thank you for that clarification, Antoni. This hack certainly highlights the resourcefulness and cunning of the CL0P Group. Can you explain the significance of their exploitation of MoveIt Transfer software?
1: Certainly, Connie. The CL0P Group targeted the vulnerability present in MoveIt Transfer and extensively used software by third-party vendors. This allowed them to gain unauthorized access to data from several organizations, including HHS and the law firms. Essentially, what this means is that the hackers found a weakness in the software's security, allowing them to infiltrate and access sensitive information from these entities.
0: That's a concerning development indeed. I understand that CL0P claims they don't intentionally steal data from government entities. But given the potential exposure of tens of thousands of records from HHS, how confident are experts about their claims?
1: Connie, the veracity of CL0P's claim regarding not stealing data from government entities remains unverified. While HHS has stated their systems were not compromised, the possibility of tens of thousands of records being exposed raises doubts about the true extent of the breach. Experts are still working to determine the scope of the attack and whether any sensitive information was indeed compromised. So at this point, we can't rule out the potential theft of data from HHS.
0: Thank you for explaining that, Antony. It's important for our viewers to understand the uncertainty surrounding this incident. Looking at the bigger picture, what are cybersecurity experts saying about CL0P and their future activities?
1: Cybersecurity experts are sounding the alarm about CL0P, emphasizing that this hacking group is likely to continue their spree of attacks. Their persistence and ingenuity have been noted, highlighting the need for organizations to enhance their cybersecurity measures. This incident reinforces the urgency for regular updates and patching of software vulnerabilities as CL0P's use of such vulnerabilities as an entry point underscores the importance of staying one step ahead of these malicious actors.
0: Thank you, Antoni, for providing us with a detailed analysis of this alarming hack targeting HHS and the law firms. It's vital that organizations remain vigilant and take steps to fortify their defenses against evolving hacking techniques. Your expertise is greatly appreciated.
1: Thank you, Connie. It's always my pleasure to shed light on these important cybersecurity issues.
0: Welcome back to our morning news podcast. In today's second story, we have an interesting study challenging the effectiveness of opioids in treating common back pain. Joining us now to shed some light on this research is our news reporter, Ellie. Good to have you here, Ellie. Thank you, Connie. It's great to be here. So, Ellie, what can you tell us about this study published in The Lancet?
2: Well, Connie, this study was conducted by Australian researchers and involved over 340 patients suffering from low back or neck pain. The researchers compared the group that received opioids to the group that received a placebo sugar pill. What they found was quite surprising. After six weeks, there was no significant difference in pain severity between the two groups.
0: That is quite interesting. So does this mean that
2: opioids might not be effective in relieving back pain? It certainly raises some doubts, Connie. Back and neck pain affects millions of Americans, And when the pain is acute and nonspecific, the usual course of action is to try everyday remedies like over-the-counter anti-inflammatories, heat therapy, massage, or exercise. But if those remedies don't work, doctors often turn to opioids. However, this study suggests that opioids may not bring much relief as they were not found to be significantly more effective than a placebo. What other findings came out of this study? Apart from the lack of significant difference in pain severity, the study also revealed that patients who received opioids had a higher risk of misusing the drugs a year later. This raises concerns about the potential risks of addiction associated with opioid use, especially when they may not provide any additional benefit over a placebo for common back pain. That's definitely a
0: concerning aspect, Ellie. Do these findings mean that opioids should no longer be considered as a treatment option for back pain?
2: Well, Connie. It's important to approach these findings with caution. Some experts suggest that the study should not be generalized to all cases of acute pain. They recommend conducting further research before modifying treatment guidelines. It's worth noting that this study specifically focuses on common cases of back pain and does not negate the potential effectiveness of opioids for other types of back pain.
0: Thanks for clarifying that, Ellie. So, what does this mean for healthcare professionals and patients
2: moving forward? This study emphasizes the need for alternative approaches to managing back pain that don't heavily rely on opioids. It highlights the importance of exploring non-opioid treatments such as physical therapy, chiropractic care, or cognitive behavioral therapy, among others. It also points to the necessity of further investigating the specific conditions under which opioids may or may not be effective. By doing so, Healthcare professionals can guide patients towards the most appropriate and effective treatments while mitigating the risks of addiction associated with opioid use. Thank you, Ellie,
0: for providing us with an in-depth understanding of this study challenging the use of opioids for common back pain. Your insights have been invaluable.
2: You're welcome, Connie. It was my pleasure to share this important information. Well, that wraps up our discussion
0: on this topic. Stay tuned for more news stories after this short break. Thank you, Ellie, for
2: joining us. Thank you, Connie. It was great being here. Welcome
0: back, everyone.
2: In our next story,
0: scientists have made a groundbreaking breakthrough in their quest to understand supermassive black holes, those mysterious objects that reside at the hearts of galaxies. To discuss this exciting discovery, we have our science reporter Arnold here with us. Arnold, can you give us a brief overview of what this breakthrough entails?
3: Absolutely, Connie. Researchers have been studying supermassive black holes for years, given their crucial role in the evolution of galaxies. These black holes are millions to billions of times more massive than our sun. The latest discovery focuses on detecting gravitational waves associated with the merging of these supermassive black holes, which was previously difficult to observe.
0: Interesting. So how exactly did scientists detect these elusive gravitational waves?
3: Well, Connie... Researchers took a groundbreaking approach by observing pulsars, which are the remnants of dead stars. Pulsars are incredibly dense and rapidly rotating objects that emit beams of electromagnetic radiation as they spin. By monitoring the arrival of these beams on Earth, scientists can identify slight deviations caused by gravitational waves passing through space-time. It's similar to observing ripples in a pond, but on a cosmic scale.
0: Fascinating. And what did these scientists find through their observations?
3: Connie, the researchers noticed a distinct pattern in these deviations, which indicates the presence of gravitational waves influenced by supermassive black holes. They likened the effect on space-time to a colossal serving of jello being jiggled, highlighting the immense influence these waves have on the fabric of the universe. However, while evidence of these gravitational waves is mounting, we still don't know their exact cause.
0: That's incredible. So what are some of the potential explanations for the origin of these new waves?
3: Great question, Connie. There are several possibilities scientists are exploring. One potential explanation involves cosmic strings, hypothetical one-dimensional objects left over from the early universe. Another intriguing possibility is dark matter, the unseen substance thought to make up most of the matter in the universe. Additionally, the existence of primordial black holes from the cosmos's earliest stages is another factor yet to be ruled out.
0: It's amazing how many possibilities there are. Now, what does the inclusion of these new gravitational waves mean for our understanding of supermassive black holes and the universe as a
3: whole? Well, Connie, the inclusion of these new gravitational waves represents a milestone in our understanding of supermassive black holes. These waves, created during the merging of galaxies and the interaction of these enormous black holes, provide us with a unique window into studying these mysterious entities. Additionally, gravitational waves allow scientists to study the interaction between galaxies and potentially discover other extreme objects that have remained hidden until now.
0: That's truly remarkable. Now looking ahead, what are the next steps for these researchers?
3: Connie, building on their recent findings, the researchers plan to collaborate with international counterparts to further investigate the gravitational wave background signal. They will combine data from various sources to uncover additional clues about the nature of these waves and their significance in the broader astrophysical landscape. By deepening our understanding of gravitational waves and the role of supermassive black holes scientists hope to unravel long-standing mysteries and propel our knowledge of the cosmos to new heights
0: thank you arnold for shedding light on this incredible breakthrough we appreciate your insights
3: my pleasure connie it's always exciting to discuss these remarkable scientific discoveries
0: welcome back to our morning podcast today we have our talented reporter Jenna with us to discuss a recent survey conducted by the nonprofit social research group Social Weather Stations in the Philippines. This survey tells us something fascinating about changing attitudes towards LGBTQ plus individuals in a country known for its social conservatism.
4: Good to have you here, Jenna. Thank you, Connie. It's great to be here. This survey, which was conducted between March and June, collected data from 1,200 adult Filipinos across the country. And guess what? The results reveal a significant increase in support for gays and lesbians in the Philippines.
0: That's truly remarkable, Jenna. Could you provide us with some more details about this survey? What did it uncover?
4: Absolutely, Connie. According to the survey, a whopping 79% of respondents agreed that gays or lesbians are trustworthy— This suggests a considerable rise in acceptance compared to previous years. Additionally, 73% believed that gays or lesbians have contributed significantly to the progress of society. These figures really emphasize a growing recognition of the positive contributions made by the LGBTQ plus community.
0: Those are indeed encouraging numbers, Jenna. But did the survey reveal any other noteworthy
4: findings that might offer a more nuanced perspective on this issue? Yes, it did, Connie. While the survey indicated progress, it also brought to light some less encouraging figures. Forty-three percent of respondents still believed that AIDS is a sickness associated with gays and lesbians. This shows that misconceptions and stigmatization surrounding the LGBTQ community persist. Additionally, forty percent of respondents stated that they would like a gay or lesbian family member to change and become straight, Reflecting the Continued Existence of Discriminatory Attitudes
0: It's disheartening to hear that there are still misconceptions and discriminatory attitudes, but it's a reminder that progress takes time. Now, considering the Philippines' predominantly Catholic population and socially conservative laws, how significant is this growing support for the LGBTQ community in the country?
4: Excellent question, Connie. With over 86% of Filipinos identifying as Catholic and the country's socially conservative stance reflected in its laws, the growing support for the LGBTQ plus community becomes even more significant. The Philippines bans practices such as abortion, divorce, and same-sex marriage. So, this shift in public opinion demonstrates a positive development and could lay the groundwork for further change in the future.
0: Absolutely, Jenna. It's important to acknowledge that changing public opinion is just one step. So, how are LGBTQ activists responding to these survey results?
4: What are they calling for? LGBTQ activists are applauding the progress made in public opinion, but they emphasize the need for concrete policies and measures to combat discrimination and promote equal treatment. While the survey shows an increase in acceptance, Advocates stress the importance of continued education and awareness to ensure full equality and protection for the LGBTQ plus community all across the country. That's certainly an important perspective to
0: consider. Thank you so much, Jenna, for providing such detailed analysis
4: and insights into these survey results. Your expertise is invaluable. Thank you, Connie. It was a pleasure discussing this important survey, and I'm glad to shed light on the changing attitudes towards gays and lesbians in the Philippines. Well, there you have it, folks. The survey's results serve as a positive indication of changing attitudes
0: towards gays and lesbians in the Philippines. This growing support signifies a step forward in promoting inclusivity and diversity in a country where social conservatism has traditionally prevailed. Thank you all for joining us today, and a big thanks to Jenna for her fantastic reporting.
4: Thank you, Connie. It was my pleasure to be here with you today.
0: That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made with ChatGPT, 11 labs, and a program written by you. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.